Hello. Thank you for coming back to our podcast. That is very cool of you and not cop-like because we don't like cops on our podcast. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Today's don't episode is brought to you by the Rachel's Records merch store. Yeah, you heard that right. On our website, we have merch from most of the bands right now. We got GMO, we got Constanza, we have a Rachel's Records Constanza collab shirt we did. We got some phone cases, grinders, all that shiz. Check it out. Link in bio. Also, it's rachelsrecords223.com. That's Rachel A-E-L. Yeah. We're, we change it up here. Also, we got a bunch of gigs. We got... um. This Friday, it's uh, or it's Saturday, I'm sorry. It's this Saturday at the VFW with uh, Kaizo, fucking No Home, fucking Lilith, fucking Self Depreciator, fucking Furnace, uh, Rainbow Correlation, Death Cult, and Euphoria. They named their band after the TV show. I guarantee it. Um, after that, we're at the substation with, um, I'm so on my shit. We are at the substation with Nova Fracture. E Nova Fracture and fucking... Hold on. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to edit all of this. And we're at the substation with Nova Fracture, Never Grows, Living with a Bear. And then after that, we got some other shit. We're gonna be at McCoy's a few times this month. We're gonna be at McCoy's next month. Like, yeah, it's gonna be really fucking cool. We got March 12th. Uh, March 14th, and then uh, March 25th at McCoy's, and then March 26th at Jules May. That's going to be very fun. And some other stuff we haven't really announced. Um, okay, so this is a really cool podcast. We did this one pretty stoned, and we did a tier list off every time I die. It's pretty fun. I hope you have a good time. Sit back, or if you're at work, chill out. I hope you're listening to this at work, because then that means you're getting some enjoyment out of it. So I really appreciate that. Other than that... Uh, Dad, hello? Check, check. Check. Oh, check. Actually, I don't like that. Oh, hold on. Let me change that back. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Rachel's Records meme page podcast on that gang shit. Uh, that's on 55th Street. Um... Hello, Brandon. Hello, hello. Back for another episode. Um, yeah, I, hopefully I won't be so in my head this time. No, I feel like the last time I was like just way. Because this know. is your third one? Because I, I know we did I a first one with the one second. we don't name. Well, Cause we I did guess the, technically third because I made that appearance at the end of the emo tier list and came up and went. Y'all are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Basically all Roasted of Roasted everything. We're like, cool. So we spent an hour doing nothing. Sorry, guys. Um, shout out Marlon. Shout out Marlon. <laughs> yeah, the first one with the person we don't name, that was, a, that was a good episode, though. We just smoked a lot of weed. Yeah, I just got I got too fucking high on that one, if I'm yeah. being completely honest. Yeah, for real. Um, okay, so today we're doing a tier list. Um, if you guys don't know, me and Brandon are possibly the biggest Every Time I Die fans. Uh, I will actually say that my brother is probably a bigger fan than I am, and if, if I know slash, I'm still up there, if slash but. when he listens to this, he's gonna hear me talk about the first four releases and go, "What the fuck?" I'm so. all here for it. I'm gonna have a uh, if he's listening on Spotify. I hope he does. 
because then I know he supports uh, vaccine misinformation. Oh my then God. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, then he could leave a question saying, "Yeah, he was wrong." Um, yeah, so we're gonna do every release and tier list it because I mean, we at least it's not like we know just the last four. So it's like we, you know, at least know the first few albums too. I know them pretty heavy. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I so f- for me, I first discovered Eated uh what was it like warp tour 16 i think um and they were like the first band that we saw that day and they opened with underwater bimbos and i was like what the fuck is this yeah <laughs> and then uh they were right about to drop low teens at that time um and i tried to get into some of the other stuff it was just like i hadn't quite hit that like phase of my music taste yet where i got into like the more chaotic like hardcore stuff um so when low teens came out going back from there everything else made at least to me a little bit more sense like musically um and so quarantine hit and i was like well we have all this free time so i'm gonna get better at guitar i'm gonna try and learn eated stuff and that was where i did a deep dive from there and i got i got back as far as the big dirty and anything it's fucking i'm gonna get I'm going to get crucified for this because it excludes hot damn and gutter. But I got, I got back to, uh, to big dirty and didn't really go, Mm -hmm. didn't really go much further. There's like singles and stuff off of the earlier albums, but like big dirty as an album is just so good. Yeah. And big sound too. I just didn't, I guess I just didn't see a reason to go back any further. I was just like, oh, this like this version of Eated is fucking sick. You like, kind of see the step up of just studio quality. I don't know if it's them taking it more serious, being like, yeah, let's actually do something that sounds better, or they just were able to get in contact with a better producer, and then it just kind of started that bucket roll. Well, I know... Not doing shitty recording. I know, according to, to the band, they said that big dirty was like the first album that they wrote where it was like a a cohesive collection of songs, songs as opposed to just a, a collection of songs so that might be also be another reason um but yeah i mean like you know like floater and new black off of gutter are fucking like floaters on hot damn huh oh shit my bad uh yeah rip me uh there's a few good ones. but yeah on this one. the singles off of gutter and off of hot damn are sick uh mm-hmm. i have never been able to listen to burial plot or really last night in town start to finish mm-hmm. and it part of that could be the production i think it's also just like they hadn't quite grown into their sound yet at yeah that point. and so it's just like meh i couldn't i i'll be honest the um last night in town i didn't really like over burial did not like the production quality of it just in general um but let's save that for once we actually get this tier list um when i started getting hold on can you get this not canoeing oh god it's just a little bit right there so i got every time i die because i found them on a uh like you know when music festivals used to do those like dvds or whatever oh yeah it was sounds of the underground 2004 I want to say, and I got it at like half price books in like 2009 or something. And th- that's how I found like Gwar, All That Remains, 
I was like Bring into back the literally, <laughs> um, and that's when the original singer that would just do crazy fucking shit on stage. He was there. I don't remember his name, but he was the one that died. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So um, there's a lot of good bands on that I don't DVD. Actual yeah, I don't. Dave Brocky. Homie drank a lot. Dave, Dave Brocky. Mm-hmm. I only know that because a uh, few of my friends growing up were like super, super into Guar. Never, never really got into it myself, but heard them all the time. I like some of the music. I don't like the culture. <laughs> the fans are a little bit too intense for me. Matrix reloaded in this bitch. I know, I just unplugged my mic. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay, so yeah, <laughs> and War. I watched every time I die on that because on the behind the scenes of the DVD, they let Andy and um, Jordan do like basically they were already doing shit happens, mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, just do your own fucking shit. They walked around, and asked people about tattoos and shit, and then I was like, this, these people are fucking funny as fuck, and I found all their shit happens movies and their music and shit. Um, First time I saw them was like a year after X Lives came out. Had to be uh-huh. about a year and a half, maybe. That was with Let Live oh, and Code Orange. Fuck. And Code Orange Kids. Oh, kids. Damn. So not Code Orange. I got. The, I yeah. I've been able to see Code Orange as they were Code Orange Kids as well. Mm-hmm. It was when they they opened uh the B stage of Mayhem Fest. Yeah. Like however many years. Basement ago. hardcore kids Dude, at that time. So fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, holy shit, we got signed. We're not kids anymore. We're just Code Orange. <laughs> but um, so I saw them. I forget who opened, but it was like a God Squad band. Um, And then they, at the end of it, because they were writing from Parts Unknown. I didn't know that at the time, but they ended it with El Dorado. Like that rock, the, you know, the breakdown. Keith walked off stage. They must have played that breakdown. By itself for like four or five minutes. So sick. Just that. And we were like, what is this? You know what I mean? This song wasn't out yet. Um, and then Warp, Then after that, I saw them four or five times. Because I saw them every Warp Tour after that. And I broke my tailbone to them. So I like every time I die. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, as much as I'm probably about to sound like a poser for the first like 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes of this podcast while we talk about the very early stuff uh i got tattoo a tattoo because i love eated so much and i didn't really expect it to but the guitar playing has really Mm -hmm. become an influence of mine um not just because it's like all over the place um and like really fun to play um but just there are some songs where, like, the way they use melody, it's not just, like, chaotic. Like, the it serves the song, and that's mm-hmm. something that I've kind of, like, latched on to because it's, like, a, a balance of, like, weird shit, but still, like, there's a point. It's not just, like, mm-hmm. all over the place for, like, whimsy's sake. One thing I saw, I think you've probably seen the same video, but it was Andy talking about, like, their writing style, and he was like, I'm very much a robotic player. Like, yeah, it's board. the, the uh, parts unknown. No, oh, I'm pretty sure it's unknown, the parts yeah. unknown behind the scenes. And, like, the album. Um, 
Yeah, and then he was like, Jordan's very. I forget how he described Jordan. He's like, name. he's like, I'm like the the one two, like the one four riff guy. Yeah, and Jordan's much more all over the place. Like Jordan doesn't have a structure, basically, to himself. Mm-hmm. So let's kick this shit off right. Um, two thousand, bur- uh, the burial plot, bidding war, twenty years of bullshit. Yes. Um. So now. This is their first release. Who knows? They they started in 98, so they have been playing for two years. Um, the only songs that stuck out with me, Morphine Season, Home is Where You Hang Yourself, and then The Emperor's New Clothes. And like we were talking about earlier, most of these are just really shitty production value. So I have not listened to this album really to any capacity mm-hmm. up until... Like thirty minutes ago, if I'm being completely honest. Okay, and I think it's because I turned on the first song and went, "What the fuck is this?" And then they had that like Dillinger esque part, like that very calculating Infinity esque Dillinger part, and I was like, "Nah," because mm-hmm. it's like, like Everyone's it's doing it it's definitely then. the whole like experimentation thing. It's their first release. Like I, I've I've seen all the interviews. I I get it. Like yeah. I understand like what's like where it sits in terms of like Etid's history, but uh. Not a fan, and like yeah. I think, I think if I'm also remembering correctly, they feel the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they are not, they do not enjoy this album. Either. Basically, up to like, what was it? Hot damn! No, Jordan liked last night in town. He just I yeah, think he gave it a four. So they did that. They had that mm-hmm. video where I think it was right after New Junk came out, um, where they're like, rate all your albums, and he gave Burial Plot zero, and he gave Last Night in Town a four. I think yeah. So I'm gonna put plot in. Ooh. ooh, I'm gonna put that one in D, just because. Um, yeah, because and again, how many songs is on that? Five. If Five. I yeah. So just 20 minutes. Pretty good. Um, last night in town. So I, <clears throat> when I started listening to Every Time I Die, it was Hot Damn Up because also on Sounds of the Underground, that's when they're playing like Floater and Bull Ram on that shit. So mm-hmm. um, those are good songs. I like those songs. I like I like hearing them live, and you will kill that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, the first the first time that I heard those songs, I remember going back to listen to them. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, like again, kind of the same deal. Like there was just nothing, nothing that I really enjoyed about this, and I didn't have since I wasn't like a a super long time fan, I didn't have the nostalgia kick that came with this record either, mm-hmm. which I feel like a lot of people have. And that's how I am with last night in town. Like don't kill me. It's idiots group. Right. <laughs> um, Cause there was only like a few songs they would ever play after that. Like there was the I remember, logic of crocodiles. I remember seeing them play emergency broadcast syndrome mm-hmm. at to the season. Cause those are the two that they play. Off. Mm-hmm. I really like Punch Drunk Rock and Roll Romance. That song is sick. Um, hold on. The bell. But um, again, this album I cannot listen to just because of how it sounds. Yeah. And like that little bit that you just played there, like all I heard was cymbals. And yep. granted, that's like an iPhone speaker. Like we all know that that's not going and to be the best. And it's 2001. But yeah. So the production value in itself. They didn't know how to round hardcore drums yet. So I'm gonna keep that one in D, because if it's if 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 yeah. there's no way it can go above yeah. burial plot TBH, 
Um, so now like we're... go above bear. I would put it above burial plot at least. Well, like in the D okay, tier yeah, list. Right. Okay. So, because like you also like you also got to think about replay value, and if mm-hmm. you only can True. go back to listen to this for emergency broadcast syndrome, then and know, I not to be not to be a dick, but like you know. True. Just saying. It does get you coming back. I don't even think they did a music video at this point. No, I think the what? first. first oh, they did oh, for Logic, Logic of, of Crocodiles. Uh, oh, this is just a, this yeah, one. Just it, it doesn't really count because it's a live video. Uh, oh, that's right. They're all in white t-shirts, right? Something like that. No, that's all. Oh, like no. there's Steve Mitchie. Another. I mean, this riff is cool. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, and the blast beats and shit. <laughs> Dude, there's a video of Jordan's cameo of him relearning this guitar riff. And it's like literally a 28 minute long cameo. And he mm-hmm. like goes meta in it where he's like, I can't like you. Who would have thought that you would have been getting a 28 minute? Who would have thought that I would have been making a 28 minute cameo today? And then he finishes going through and he's like, should I just play it like once all the way through? I mean, the video is already as long as it is. <laughs> and like, I technically haven't. And this is why you're like paying me the money. But like, I mean, I technically learned it. I fulfilled it. And, he, like, it's, and then he just plays it again. It's That's just so like, fucking He's funny. just like so out there. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Yeah. I love Jordan. He's he's fucking awesome. <clears throat> I love the video on the uh, Warped Tour Shit Happens one where he was like, uh, come on, buy merch, man. Like running up to everyone's car and shit. <laughs> and somebody says no and he's like, whatever, fuck you anyway. And then he just turns around <laughs> yeah. and walks around, like, acts all like super butthurt. Um... Okay, so now we're on to Hot Damn. This is one of my favorite Every Time I Die albums, just because this was the first one I went to. So again, I got like that nostalgia hit. Um, I got the skateboard of it, and that one I am absolutely in love with. I mm-hmm. fucked up the from Parts Unknown one, but if I fuck up Hot Damn, I'm killing myself. <sighs> and that's that's my personal. Well, again, I won't get into it too because mm-hmm. we're no do it. But... This this is why we're doing the podcast. Well, I mean, from Parts Unknown is probably my favorite one, which is okay. hilarious because it's it's not a Will Putney record, mm-hmm. and we all know how much I and I haven't said what I think about it. Yet, it's so. dude. It's I think that one's that one's probably my favorite because that's mm-hmm. like that perfect blend of like them doing that like uh, more crowd like um, encouraging like sing-along bits and like you mm-hmm. have riffs like El Dorado and shit like that in there yeah. where it's got a little bit more of that like rock dare I even say like kind of classic rock like mm-hmm. feel to it like a lot of that like swing type of like groovy riffs and he has the nerve in the big dirty to be like don't say rock and roll in my house but then but then you have but then you have songs like um Oh fuck! I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Idiot. Uh, well, idiot. Yes, which is my there, uh, uh, which exorium. Is my, yeah, exometrium. I can't say that word. But idiot is my all-time favorite. I broke my tailbone during that song. So sick. Um, exometrium and if there is room to move, things move. Like all those mm-hmm. songs. Like and they're all heavy and fast. Sick. There's other than more. There's no. Yeah, it's like a like a 34 minute record, something like that. Mm-hmm. Everything is like breakneck speed. Like yeah. Legs was a sick drummer. I think Legs was a sick fit as and what, the drummer. What I have such a big okay, we're jumping ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say we're, okay, we're jumping ahead. ahead. Okay, 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 okay. So hot damn, I will put this honestly at either A or B. I want to put an A, but I would understand because I mean, again, like, and these had, just because I don't have just because I personally don't have super heavy ties mm-hmm. to this record doesn't mean it's not a good record. True. I just, like I'm the type of person where like floater, a bolorama. 
in Romeo and Gogo and off Broadway mm-hmm. are like really the only songs long, that I like know. I've been gone a long those. time. Is good. <clears throat> I'm sure. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure if you played it, I would recognize it. But the music video yeah, is sick as fuck. I think A is totally fine. I I, I agree. A is really good. This is when they really started doing like the whole music video stuff instead of just like, you know what I mean? Have, right. Having a story and shit. We're doing it so wrong. The breakdown for this part is so good. They got the cowbell. This is really, and my thing about this record is they have so many cowbell parts, and I fucking love that. Oops. Where is it? Ooh, that bass break is cool. I know, right? Come on, where is it? <laughs> Don't ever say rock and roll. For real. And listen to this play out. Like, that's just a rock and roll riff. So, okay, so I I have, like... A- like a theory when it comes to like just music generally speaking and i very highly doubt that i'm the only person that's ever said this mm-hmm. I'm, i doubt that this is a fucking like true come to jesus moment but i i firmly believe that you can write anything instrumentation wise but once you put drums to it that is going Changes to determine it. like the flavor of your your music like like that being a perfect example like or or again like the the end of El Dorado it's it's just a like it's like a a groove riff and there's a lot of very <clears throat> like the way that it's played there's a lot of like rhythm like yeah mm-hmm. anyway um the drums are what make that come off as such a heavy riff is because mm-hmm. of just like how impactful and like how Whether staccato it's open it's all just played. heavy yeah yeah um you know, like I feel like you could write any sort of like guitar, but the second that you get any sort of like any sort of drum beat where it's going to be like heavily emphasizing mm-hmm. a certain like whether it's like like something soft, like more of like a like dream pop kind of like lighter lighter playing like accompaniment or mm-hmm. some sort of like literally playing blast beats under it. That's like what's going to determine. Yeah, truly. Why it's the good. direction of your music, I feel. That's why it's super important to have a good drummer. That's why I always feel bad about my bands. <laughs> um, Jesus. So, yeah, they had some good fucking music videos off this one. Abolorama, that's a roller rink one. The fucking mm. Guy Odin from the I've Been Gone a Long Time. Um, What else? Because they did one for... No, they didn't do one for Floater. Um, Yeah. They really... I noticed that during... um. Gutter and the Big Dirty, they put out so many fucking music videos for that shit. Like, it's crazy. So, now we're at Gutter Phenomenon. Um, I'm going to just kind of cut to it. We could talk about it. So, but I'm going to put that seat here. The, the floor is yours, my guy. Why, why would you put it in seat? Just because of production. <clears throat> I mean, I feel like the production of this one is equivalent to Hot Damn. Like, personally. Okay. And it's like... At least, like, the songs that I know. Because, mm-hmm. like, New Black, I feel like, was very indicative of, like, the other side of Eated that wasn't just that straight, like, mm-hmm. fucking don't we we don't we we yeah. type, like, hardcore. Um, and what was to come as far as, like, their 
musical exploration. Wow, that sounded weird. Their their musical exploration down the road. Um, the new black. Yeah. But again, like for me, it's like four songs off of this album. Like basically whatever songs that they rotate off of this album into their live sets are the only ones that I yeah. know and regularly listen to of them. So um this one is like I will say out of most of them is flooded with the most like Keith lines. Like just uh, okay. you know, like mm. hey girls, I'm a cunt yeah. type shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like hey, he went girls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a cunt. Um You didn't have to finish it, bro. <laughs> I did. Uh so yeah, this one definitely was just every other song has or I think every song has a Keith line. Like something we were like, oh, yeah. that. So um, that one kind of wraps up Gutter. They had some good music videos for it. Kill the Music was good. The New Black. Um, yeah, I think that's the only two they did. Um, yeah, okay. So now the Big Dirty. So you're going to be able to talk a lot about this one. All right. Yeah, so I'll be able to talk. That's why I kind of wanted to speed through the first four. Um, so this one has some songs, but I'll be completely honest. This is my least favorite one out of oh, okay. it, getting rid of the first two. Interesting. You know, out of the first two, you know, not counting Dude, that. Dude, see, and I think, like, with that, like, opener, that opening riff of No Son of Mine. And the breakdown for that song is sick, too. Yeah. Like, dude, it's so sick. And it's, again, it's just more of that, like, not straight hardcore influence, mm-hmm. but just... Hard. still heavy yeah yeah and like that was the thing that i started to figure out about eat is they never like bent to like a certain genre or subgenre or whatever you want to fucking call it they mm-hmm. never bent to like a certain style they just took that style and tried to mold it into their own shit as best as they could. yeah whether it was something that was like stupid heavy or it was something that was like very like almost like dancey like dance rock in a way mm-hmm. like just like the i don't i don't know just the way that it like comes off in terms of it's like attitude really mm-hmm. and they definitely went with a lot of that rock dancey shit with this one because once you get back to the other one the new junk they went right kind of hardcore with that one mm-hmm. but um right but like even then you still have songs like pigs is pigs that's all sick and Cities and Years, even though that one's a little bit slower, mm-hmm. um, Cities and Years still has a fat fucking breakdown in it, dude. Yeah. That song's so sick. But Werewolf and, and the music video and for that in one in Rehab, too. like mm-hmm. in Rehab, sick. God, I was going to say those songs are yeah. so fucking good. Like that to me personally is mm-hmm. A tier eated. But in all honesty, I feel like I'm gonna say A plus for like all of them. So maybe for <sighs> maybe for even's sake, put it in B. If you want, if well, especially if you're, it's not your favorite E2 record personally. Because I would, if if I liked it a little bit more, I would put it in the S tier. But I kind of like the B. But I, I mean, I don't know. I'm like looking at what lies ahead, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna vote S tier for all of it. Because <laughs> like, this is like, really when they're like, it's like the like yeah. they hit their stride and then kept their stride and then kept their stride and then kept their stride. And yeah. And legs was on new junk. So mm, they've had, yeah yeah yeah. So they had him for three albums mm. and then oh you put Salem in there. Yeah, because I was like they released it separate. I like thought about it. I was like because. Somehow, sometimes these are it, the best songs. Why aren't they on the record? Yeah, 
uh thank god they didn't put the nirvana cover on there though <laughs> um that would have blown my brain so out. on the rec <laughs> on the record trigger warning sorry no pun intended uh so on the record of x you can bleep that out if you need right <laughs> jamie look that up real quick um could we get canceled for that in the future Jesus. so on the deluxe edition of x lives they did the same thing they released four other songs You're on skipping it skipping ahead again bro okay i forgot we we're still on new junk okay new junk because they didn't do any oh they did do a deluxe so what's the this one had buffalo 66 on it 666 Oh, and it must have had goddamn kids these days, too. Because yeah. I think they were doing two regularly. Yeah. Dude, this, I mean. This album fucks. I think this might be. I used to be able to this play might this be front my, to back. This might be my number two Eated record. Like, honestly. Yeah. Like, I would, without a doubt, vote S tier. Because, like, unless <laughs> unless I'm, like, playing the, the songs I know on guitar off mm-hmm. of this album. Um, there's no skippable song no. in this one. I will say, like, Turtles All the Way Down, the first time that I heard it was, like, kind of weird to me personally. Like, it was, like, like uh, slower, a yeah. mm-hmm. little weird. It's a ballad. Um, But, again, like, I just, it's, mm. like, so good front to back. The and, sweet like, the, life is so for good. For me, like, the B-sides are, are the mm-hmm. the songs that I like the most. The, or, not the B-sides, the... Wait, that's the, the less deluxe. popular songs, right? Yeah, I guess. Uh, whatever, the, like the non-singles, the ones like, that didn't come organ, out originally. Organ grinder and for the record, mm-hmm. like those songs are so fucking sick. Like organ grinder, that chorus riff is probably my favorite, like mm-hmm. eated riff ever, because it's it's so strange, but it's such an earworm. Like mm-hmm. and it sticks with you. Like yeah, yeah. and it, yeah, it's just got a groove to it, and then there's. Wanderlust is just a fucking like sing along song yeah. and sounds huge, especially mm-hmm. like live. Like, and another thing about the drums, that song makes the drum sound or the song sound so big because it's just open cymbal hits and floor toms, right. you know. Yeah, I got you. Uh, so I agree with S tier. I I'm totally in game with that. Uh, so now this one didn't have as many music videos for it. They did um after the quarter of a revolution. No, that's X Lives after one quarter of a revolution. No, oh, okay. They so did that and they did Wanderlust. Wanderlust. Yeah, the Wanderlust video is cool. It's got a bunch of Jordan's artwork in it. Yeah, and. Okay, so I don't know out of... I know he did... I know he did this one. Mm-hmm. I don't know out of the other ones what ones he's done. He might have done... He might have done Gutter, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I The only one that I know for sure is that he did this one. Maybe he did Hot Damn just because them being so new. You know what I mean? But um, Look it up. You're literally that sitting is true. on... Your compooper. What is that? Damn, not even a true fan. Types every time as one word. That's how you spell every time. 
Every Time I Die were featured in Taylor Swift's album artwork. Sorry, distraction. I need to read this. This is dead air. Dead air. Uh, when Taylor Swift comes into a car, I don't care anymore. Um, okay. Album art credit. Sure. Um, You're going to have to specify an album. Okay, so what one should we do? Um, Gutter, because that was the one that I thought he did. Gutter. I don't know how to spell phenomenon. Okay. Damn, I'm a gassy boy today. Yeah, bud. Um. Okay, so what that wouldn't be... It would be... Um, References? No, no, that's just going to be where all the information came from. Track listing, no. Touring, reception, release. Damn, y'all not going to credit the artist? Oh my fucking god. Alright, let's Damn, get Damn, y'all broke up list. for a reason then. Jesus no, I'm Christ. kidding. Oh, that was uh, the machine. Did that one. Oh! Um... Okay, so X Lives. Now, this was the first album that like actually sonically like stuck with me, and like because I was also at like a very subjective age, kind of really starting to play music myself. Mm. So I emulated everything off of this album. Um, and this was like this one had like by far the most fighty riffs. Also, oh yeah, like they were fucking pissed. This is a this is a fucking heavy record yeah um i i gotta say though for me it didn't have as much like stopping power like in especially especially like going because when i when i did the thing that i did in quarantine i went backwards so mm-hmm. like low teens was out already knew that one already loved parts unknown new underwater bimbos mm-hmm. but hadn't really delve that deep into it so i listened to this a couple of times and then i got to new junk and i was like whoa new junk is sick so yeah. like for me x lives is sick and there are definitely like heavy 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 ass songs mm-hmm. on this record and like revival mode is one of my favorite yeah. songs to be completely honest and it's I, a slow love, like the cleaner too mm, yeah that's yeah and that thanks lord that riff is also mm-hmm. so fucking cool mm-hmm. um so like there's there's good songs from this record that I re- like good shit from this record that I really enjoy but like me personally I would put this in like B tier heated myself. Yeah. I could like, agree with that. Again like just in context of everything else like Yeah, and even like behind Big Dirty I think is like totally acceptable. Like, yeah. It's just It's good but it's not peak and you brought up a good point being like there's really no stomping power to it because it has the riffs but it just doesn't really yeah and like like don't get me wrong underwater bimbos is like mm-hmm. like probably one of the most enjoyed amongst the also fan base, especially if they still open their set with it to this day mm-hmm. maybe not well not to this day um sorry <laughs> but maybe maybe even before like they were putting out they had put out radical like they were still that Wait, was still that the first song that they'd fucking open with. Um, <clears throat> I'm surprised they didn't play uh, "Holy Book of Dilemma" more. 
That song fucks. I love yeah, that song. But, uh, they still played Indian Giver, and Indian yeah. Giver is sick. That song's so good. Um, and that's another thing. They don't really play too much off that album when they did. I mean, I um, think again, it just like how much like uh, how much replayability does it have as as a whole? And they 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 were able to be able to test out songs, being like, okay, like we're playing this one every night. We're not getting a reception. Let's just put one that does, you know, because they are they have such a big catalog. Um, okay. So from parts unknown, I one know. fast boy. Yeah, so I love this album. This is S tier. S tier for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And I got, I got this one. I got this one signed. This one fucks. I think this one might go above New Junk. Yeah, I think so. Because as much as again, as much as I love New Junk, like I again, I can turn again, again, mm-hmm. again. I just keep saying again. I again, hate it. Um, I'll just cut that. I, <laughs> I can sit through this record start to finish, not skip a single yeah. song. And like, you know, Andy talks about how he'll watch skateboarding videos and write riffs. That's all I fucking hear. It's just yeah. like you put any of these songs on like in, a skate, in a skateboarding video. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like you turn on skate with your friends and you're playing this album in the background. Perfect record. Yeah. Um, so sick. And one thing, I love the fact that they went to God City Music for this one. It sounds a little dirty. Yeah. Like it has that converge sound where it's just fucking nasty like it sounds like for the drums he really only used room mics it's just such a big mm-hmm. drum sound where it's like holy shit like there's only a snare mic and that's it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and there isn't but you know what i mean like the way mm-hmm. he it just sounds so good um and big and i feel like the the guitar tones are not as like just dis- like and this is just me as like a guitarist nerding out a little bit, but the guitar tones aren't like as heavily distorted. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a little bit more, uh, a little bit more like of a crunchy tone. And I know and I credit that to Kurt. I know, yeah, right. And mm-hmm. I know Jordan has been recording on the same like JCM eight hundred for God knows how fucking long. Like, mm-hmm. um, so like, just a matter of like tweaking the settings at that point. I'm sure. But, like, that was an, another thing that I'm, like, going back to, except for maybe, like, idiot, I mm-hmm. think. But, like, there's, they're not, like, super, super crazy, like, high gain yeah. tones or anything like that. Which I don't, I don't think they ne- they ever really were. Except for the bass, though. But still. The bass is pretty oh, nasty yeah, in that The bass album. is pretty sick. Um, yeah. And I really like the studio updates, the video that they did for it. Mm-hmm. And Keith specifically said he was like, when I was writing lyrics for this, I didn't want fucking Keith lines, you know, oh yeah, the typical shit. So he was trying to write off it, and you actually hear it. And like, the, I love. There's one line where he's like, "I want to be sedated," like Joey said, like mm-hmm. a fucking Ramones <laughs> call out. It's like little shit like that. It's like you didn't want a Keith line, but you still got a Keith. I line. right. It just came mm-hmm. about organically. Yeah, like. Uh, there's a, I feel like there's another one that stuck out to me as well. Um, I f- think it's off of Exometrium. Uh, oh yeah. That's but, uh, a- uh, sorry. No, you're good. Oh, that's what it is. Um, I could not identify the body, uh, a snake's, snakes, 
us snakes evolve, it's what snakes do. I could not identify the body, shed the fur, and leave the womb. Mm-hmm. And that part, like, it's just so fucking heavy. Too. Yeah, because it's right into a breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how he mixed that too. Because or hear- actually, sorry, the the one line out of that song that really stuck with me is wisdom teeth have replaced the fangs have been scalped uh i've been knocked unconscious and i still haven't come around yeah bars so sick (laughs) um i don't know like just his verbiage in that and i liked how they mixed it too because you hear his breaths after Mm -hmm. it's not like a clean cut you hear him like walk up to the mic and be like (gasps) it almost it almost sounds like they just got in a room and played the songs and those were the recordings exactly Mm -hmm. um and I just love when a band does that, and they actually it sounds good and not just like a jumbled mess. Mm-hmm. Um, so now for this one, we put the the deluxe edition is I, separate. Let me now. I gotta pull up the track list for this one because I don't remember this one all that much. Because they, they I did, remember enjoying it. Mm-hmm. They did the same thing where it's like just the last four of the album, whatever. But oh, this right. time they separated Saturnalia it. Saturnalia is one is also another one of my my favorite Eaton songs. Um, just There's, so fucking heavy. Um, a strange loop. This this drum riff. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That, uh, and any time that like bands have like crazy ass amounts of feedback like that and mm. their shit, that's uh, so good. Exactly. Like again, like anything that sounds like they got in a room and just fucking tracked their shit, like yeah, tight. Um, so that song is so fucking good. I don't really care for the Tourette's thing. I knew eventually we were going to get it because they have been playing that fucking song since like new junk era. I, I don't know. Maybe like low B high C. Yeah. Like, I, good, but like. It can't top. Yeah. It can't top from parts unknown. And I'm happy. And it's also not a complete record. Exactly. It's either. like an EP. Like a it's little, good, but the off riffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you could hear it because they don't really sound like the album, but they're they were all from the same session. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, you could probably put you could probably put a strange loop somewhere by idiot in yeah. terms of the track listing, but then it's just like two songs that are just Fast. like relentless blast beats, right one after the other. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like there's enough variation in the record in in from parts unknown mm-hmm. um that you don't like you, there's a lot of heavy there's a lot of like southern rock groove stuff mm-hmm. but nothing is ever like back to back in terms of like Very the true. flavors I they feel know like how the, the whole the whole album is shuffled i would say quite attentively mm-hmm. to the songs Something I forgot to mention, the story I have from this era when mm. I saw them. I saw them with the Ghost Inside, 100th. I forget who opened. It was it, it was someone cool. Like, I remember. I think it was. I don't, I don't fucking care. Whatever. It was at the Glass House in Pomona. Same. And I think the album just came out because they played more. And Ooh, I um, love that song. Jordan got up on the cab and he stood there holding up the guitar while the piano was going. I think they had the piano looping. There wasn't actually someone playing it. Cause I know some shows there would be an actual person playing the parts. 
but um, they just had it going. Keith came up to his parts. While he's up on the calf, he bent over and just did. Every <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> just all over the floor. Holy the shit! And then just put it up, and then once the song kicked in, <laughs> just Whoa. right into rocking. Um, yeah, that band is so goddamn good. Um, yeah. Again, like with them breaking up, I was gonna expect it to be Jordan's esophagus is completely burnt out, and we can't play without him. Uh, Not, we don't like each other anymore. <laughs> we don't like one person anymore. Yeah. Well, and just the way that it's all transpired too is dirty. Uh, yeah. And like, you know, uh, the the Eat Idiots group was very much a. Uh, Yo, these are actual people. We're not going to sit here and, like, speculate on their lives. Yeah. And then now... You don't normally see that with bands, too. <laughs> and now it's just, like, subtweeting between some of the parties involved. And look, like, I'm not here to judge, like, it's their shit that they have to figure out on their own in mm-hmm. whatever way it is that they're going to do so. Like, they're their own people. Um, So my opinion is neither here nor there, truly. But it's just, like... At that point, with the level of success that you have and the fact that you have a fan base remaining, it's, like, just uh, sad to see, I guess. Log out of Twitter. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, um, so that gets us to low teens. Now, I like this album because it's dark. Mm-hmm. It's extremely... Which was going to also be the first thing that I was going to say, for sure. And I got a tattoo of this one specifically. And I was like, when I first got it, I was like, okay, I can pick like any fucking album to get a tattoo of. And, but the, that one with Brandon Yuri, it remembers. Mm-hmm. Burn Slow. Mm-hmm. Like that that line, just that whole song alone just stuck with me so hard. And with how, what transpired with Keith, how he just wrote about it, it's extremely fucking crazy. Mm. Like the lyrics of that song are super dark and because it's about his baby mama almost dying. Mm. So. That, I mean, the whole album is. Yeah, that whole record is about that, and the first song, because I have, uh, I bought Keith's book that mm-hmm. he put out around the same time. Scale. Um. No. Watch. Watch. And no. Yes. I thought Watch came out second. Yeah, it did. Oh. Oh, he put out Scale first. Then mm-hmm. I got Scale. I didn't get Watch. I have Watch. Watch is cool. Um. But he also had a lyric book compilation that had all of the songs as they were written in terms of like poetry and also arranged in the order that they were written. Mm. So the so first song, see... the first song that was written was pedal mm. help. It's gone black. The sky is black. It's all black, 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 black. That, that whole thing is about the drive from tour to the hospital when you like initially got the news yeah and like yeah the whole fucking album is about that shit and, like yeah he said like, he wrote it in the hospital trading like, his place for one of his, like whether it was his wife mm-hmm. at the time or his i've been reborn like, as a girl like it's yeah. it is very dark and very personal and i think that's something that i appreciate the most about this album is i mm-hmm. feel like it's i don't know i'm you lame. Saw the inside i'm lame i <clears throat> I am not the biggest fan of, like, music that's done super tongue-in-cheek. I don't know if it's just because I view my own music in a certain way, and so that's kind of, like, 
tainted my approach in terms of how I consume music, but um, I I appreciated how real and how genuine this album was, mm-hmm. and then especially like in terms of heavy music, I feel like the when you throw in an emotional aspect on top of like something that just like hits like a fucking freight train, it just makes the music that much more heavy. And yeah. there's also a certain density to it as opposed to just like some fucking slam band singing about God being a piece of shit again, which mm-hmm. like has its time and its place. And I enjoy that music too. Like, don't get me wrong, but like I, that's house. I music. like, I like the, the unique aspect that somebody's like truly personal touch comes mm-hmm. from music. Like that's, and that's something that I latch on to a lot. Like I, I, tend to view myself as like a little bit more emotional leaning and so like if there's something that I can connect to in that fashion to music mm-hmm. that is going to draw me in much quicker than a a sick riff or anything like that mm-hmm. so and I, I would agree and that's why I think this one goes S tier just because you really saw like the real side of Keith where it wasn't going back to the whole Keith line it's you're not getting the Keith line you're getting his, what are you doing it's also produced by Will Putney. Yes. And, okay, okay, <laughs> who... Which is... Doesn't he do a... Someone that... Rec- I think it, his name is Tom. Someone does a vocal, like one of their first ever vocal features, because they never do that in Every Time I Die, and that, this is the uh, first album with... No, it's not. It's Tom someone? Uh, This is... Well, first off, this is not the first Every Time I Die record with a feature. Who's been featured on? Dallas Green was on uh Big Dirty. He's on in rehab. Mm. Okay, well it's very few and far between. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Gerard Way also has a feature in a very early every time I die song. Let's like Hot Damn era if I remember correctly. Let's see. Wait, hold on. Well first of all, let's do Okay, this is fucking okay. Um, I'm I'm You're not so prepared. Homie. I'm not a Jamie. I almost okay, had a. What bunch, are you trying to What are you trying to look at? I for? wanted to see who was the feature on the second song that, that that's on that what album. What is it on Low Teens? Yeah. Um, I am sorry. It's not mine, but you are mine to sacrifice. Um. Or is that? That's the first song. That's fair and yeah. trembling. Bow, bow. So, uh, okay, guest musicians. Thought, yeah, Brendan, Brendan Urie was on that song. Oh, dude, the guy from Dead Guy. That's it. Yeah, Tom mm-hmm. something. Tom Holland. No, Tom Singer. Tom Singer. He he is in the right passion. Yeah, dirty. Um. So, yeah, so this is S tier. That's going for sure there. I'm going to put that in front of New Junk, but also in front of From Parts Unknown. I mean, I can't argue with that. Because, again, it's it's another album that's even longer and has even more variety to it. And they that even... still delivers without sounding off-putting mm-hmm. for, like, a returning fan. Like, it's... It's. It was the record that everybody thought that they couldn't top. 
Yeah. Like, truth be told. And, like, mm-hmm. I remember when they first started saying that they were writing, I was like, dude, I, like, not, not, I know it's not going to be bad, mm-hmm. but, like, how? how good can it actually be in mm-hmm. comparison to this? Like, Low Teens is so fucking good. And, and I, it's some of the hardest eat it, I would say, too. Mm-hmm. Like, just some of the fucking sickest riffs. And what's cool is that it's consec or uh, almost like consensual to it uh, from parts unknown, but consecutive, whatever the word is, following it. Yeah. You know, um, and you even get some parts like he in low teens. He says like, I'm from parts unknown. Oh yeah. You get, a, you something. get some callbacks. Yeah. Which I always think like is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but with radical, cause I was expecting to see that decline that bands get. Oh, not to be no, rude. No, I know, I know. But, you I know. know what I mean? You, you're expecting but just to see. Like, but, n- like, now knowing what it is after having waited for so long. Like, if you like, go on the Spotify, too, like, I was the, looking all at it. Five, all five of them are off of. Yeah. And they're all in the millions. This is easy. I mean, I would put this in front of low teens. Because, like, this is, like, it's even, it's mm. just, like, such a natural progression. And, again, yeah. like, Will Putney did the record, so it sounds fucking insane like it's and and in my opinion mm-hmm. especially with goose playing drums yes we can get into the vocals in a little bit because i also have my own reservations mm-hmm. like more about the lyrical content than anything mm-hmm. else personally you can kind of see but like, Keith yeah, going on but like but and like i also got some like whatever anyway um instrumentally this record is perfect yes this record is so fucking good front to back and they and, wrote it by, like just four of them and songs these. and well they had all they had always written like mm-hmm. that so that was just how they did it yeah um like uh i remember jordan saying that um was that that Furnace parts unknown video? no i don't oh. think so parts unknown was the first time that he had missed writing with the ba- no low oh fuck i can't remember whenever river was born whenever his kid was born mm-hmm. um was the first time that he had, had ever... Lo- I can't remember. Had to be low teens. But he had missed, like, the initial writing sessions of mm-hmm. that one, so... And he's like, hell he yeah. <laughs> um, but Radical, like, songs like The Whip and Hostile Architecture and uh, All This in War, fucking People Versus also sounds ginormous, like as a song as like a composition and it's I I cannot say enough good things about this album. I would I would put this tippy top S tier personally. Um and what I will say too is in Planet Shit he like predicts COVID. Like that whole song you're yeah, like Yeah and, for, and he wrote that the, before uh, COVID. Uh what's the song that comes after it? A wall. No, 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 It's because they got released as a pair. It uh, was... Uh, post-mortem. Nope. Planet shit. Post-mortem. Oh, I was thinking oh, no, Colossal, how it got... Colossal Wreck and Desperate. Desperate. Mm. Was it Desperate? Desperate. No, Pleasures. no, no. Wait, is that how they did it? Yeah, it was a Colossal Wreck and Desper- yeah, Desperate. Yeah, so it was Pleasures. Like, and just the way they transitioned oh, are so Both good. of those songs are so... F- I remember the mm. first time I heard Colossal Wreck, I was like... <gasps> That, oh my god, so good. The bass tone for that. I remember when we talked about it. Mm. It's basically got that same kind of build up that uh, uh, Glitches, I think, yeah. has off of Low Teens, which was like an initial gripe about it, but it's just such a cool setup. Fuck you, who cares? Now, I don't give a shit. Well, Glitches part two, 
kind of breakdown. Fuck it. So what I will say about the album, my gripe with it is just because of everything that's followed from it, it's really tainted. Because, like, ETID releases always take a while with me where I sit on it for a long time and I'm listening to it. I really, like, divulge on it to where before I'm like, yes, this is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And while I'm in the process of doing that, they go through this whole nasty breakup. It really sucked. Kind of, like, tainted the album for me. I mean, I get that. Uh, post-boredom is such a good goddamn... And just the music video for that. Um, hey, I just took a shit in that back room back there. <laughs> Do you need help with that drum set? <laughs> Sick. It's... I mean... I get it. But at the same time, I don't. Because I still good. have gone back and listened to this record and gone, no, it's still perfect. Like... And me too. Uh, it's it's just, and honestly, I feel like it has to do with the instrumentals. It's just mm-hmm. like the best possible record that Etid could have put together, in yeah. my opinion. And like, especially with Goose on drums and just what he's brought to the table as far as like his performance goes. Like, dude, his style is so sick. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like very slick and he can keep up with like the speed that they're trying to run at, especially when you compare this release to the rest of their, their work. Mm-hmm. Daniel was a really good so, drummer. Daniel though. was really cool, but he didn't really like, he just like did off the wall of, shit. There wasn't a lot of flair to it. You know what I mean? Like, it was just it was complicated. Very, very no, it was very like song serving. Like I feel like he didn't yeah. really take a whole lot of like. There were not a lot of memorable fills on that. Yes, um, but I like, will honestly, say the I, playing was good, but there was not a lot of memorable. His fills. his playing is complicated because like if you listen to his parts, you're like, what the fuck are you even doing? But it's not memorable where he's doing like crazy or iconic things because he's serving the song. But it's still extremely like technical. Like his playing on that, right? Yeah, you know? I mean, it has to be in order for you to keep up with this fucking band. <laughs> like, coming from somebody that tries to very poorly learn their songs so that I can have a fucking God's chance and shit to get better. Like, yeah, that's it. They're fucking hard. They are. They are very, very, very talented musicians. Yeah, and I feel like Goose has only added on to their musical prowess mm-hmm. truly. And this is my favorite part of the music video right here. Hold on. I was shitting in that room back there. <laughs> Do you need help with those drums? Cool. Cool. Sick. Oh, damn it. Yeah, uh, and it's like, again, like 20 years later and they're still just like Jordan is quote-unquote working in a vape shop and just goes on some crazy-ass tangent while he's playing guitar behind the fucking counter. Yeah. And then there's that weird interaction with Andy and Goose and, like, just, like, the whole thing is still, like, very off-the-cuff strange like Etid always has been. Like, I... 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 I don't know, man. I I still mm-hmm. put this one as, like, their... their it's best. not my favorite record, but it is their best record. And it's one Objectively of... speaking, it is their best record. And just the way to go down as a band with your best which, record, which admittedly was in flames, yeah, like y'all go down in a blaze of glory. It might not have been pretty, but 
all these albums we think think that they reached their peak. It's like really that was their peak, and you can't really go higher than that. I so mean, let's tell my Steve Mitchie story. Oh my god. Um you I should make a Christmas record, guys. Yeah, so Jesus. I'm I'm a fucking dude that just you know, this band fucks around. They made DVDs of them just fucking around. So I thought, you know, they like fucking around. And I, I need to find these tweets. I hope they're still in this page, but Oh, I doubt it. He fucking deleted them. No, I took screenshots and I was sending them to you. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um and so he posted something. I think it was because of the they were they were hyping up the tid the season. So they're hyping up tid the season. And um he was like posting about something coming out about Christmas or whatever, which is like obviously it's fucking tid the season. They do it every year. So it's just one of those things where I was like LOL, I'm going to make a joke. And I commented... And that was where he fucked up. Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. I keep on closing out of it. Um, and then I commented. I was like, this better be a uh, Christmas album. If you guys keep doing so many Christmas shows, y'all just got to do a Christmas album. Um, and his response was just... He took you so serious. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you guys normally joke around with everything. Um, I'm surprised I didn't get, like, a DM from him being like, yo, take that shit down. <laughs> or, um, or he just didn't straight up delete your shit. Yeah, I would have just. I if he would have deleted, I would just recommented it. Okay, I was like, is this gonna be the first? You hate Santa, motherfucker. Yeah. So I originally commented. Oh, I got you. Um, I said, is this gonna be the first Etit show back, or are we in for more surprises? Like, because they announced it, and then I was like, are we going? Are you going to do a tour before this? Which they did. But it's like, or is this going to be the first show? And then I was like, also, if y'all going to do this many Christmas shows, y'all have to go full August Burns Red with the Christmas album. Sorry, I don't make the rules. <laughs> and then he responded. Which is like such a like, no sorry, shit. Sorry, bro, I don't make the rules kind yeah. of like comment. Like, come on. Everybody knows what everybody means when they say yeah. that. Like, it's, uh, for, I am like one person that like, if your sarcasm is like deadpan, deadpan, I'm not gonna get it. Yeah. But like, I can understand when somebody's being sarcastic. Mm. If that makes sense. And yeah. I'm pretty bad at not specifying when I'm being sarcastic or not. I'll just keep going. So, but like that is so universal, obviously. at least in terms of like American, like fucking like slang. Literally, <clears throat> and I put the emoji next to it too. And then I go, or and then he goes. Um, what book, uh, what rule book are you looking at? We've been doing multiple X-Men shows for years. We are never making, a X- <laughs> <laughs> making an X-Men album. And then, his weed hadn't hidden yet. No, no, no way. Uh, the, maybe his football team lost that week or something, but, um, I got Rest that. peace, Bills. Yeah, right? I got that response. I was like, oh my God, he's like actually mad. And then I was like, I don't know. And so I was like, okay, either I can poke the bear more. Yeah, double down yeah. or... Or back out and just not respond. So I was like, no, I'm going to double down. I'm, <laughs> a, I'm a bad bitch. I do what I want. So I responded, I don't know, probably Metallica or someone. Because, again, it's a fucking joke, dude. You know? <laughs> like, this, like, I don't know how you take this seriously. Literally. So then someone else followed it up saying, 
Even though it won't happen, we all know an Xmas album by you guys would kick ass. <laughs> um, and then I go, that's what I'm saying. Just let the people dream. Jeez. And he goes, dream all you want. I just don't need to read it on my page. And I was like, okay, bud. Shut her I down. Guess, I guess shut I that shit down. Shut that shit down. Um, I brought Skittles to Andy because he cracked his tooth on Skittles. <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, I yeah, I love every time I die, and I'm extremely hurt when we originally saw the drama happen. Hurt. Yeah, and we were like, okay, they're still doing to the season, and they did it, and we thought they were good. We were like, next year we are going, dude. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, like. All of that shit started happening in, happening in December, and they had already announced the tour of Spirit Box, and I was like, I'm going to hold out on buying my tickets. That's why I was <laughs> And then, uh Okay, I would want to see Shrey from the past. Yeah, now that they're added on, which mm-hmm. is, I was watching, I was actually watching him do drum playthroughs last night while I was mm-hmm. laying in bed, and I was like, I'm going to buy a ticket on, on Friday. I'm gonna yeah. Go. Like, it, it'll be cool. <laughs> I've seen them a few times. They're really good. They were a surprise opener for the Stick to Your Guns. They did Diamond that day, so Stray from the Path opened. When they did... Ghost Inside open the other night, but Trey's so fucking cool. They got that New York sound. Rage Against Machine sound. Right. Um, I mean, I'm pretty happy with this tier list, honestly. This is really good. It was a lot more even than I expected, but Mm -hmm. I'll be honest, the S tier was exactly what I expected it to be. Yeah, because you either go S or B. There's not too much A tier, because it's hard to define an A tier, Mm -hmm. you know? But even then, like, it's not that much B tier. Very true. And I still feel like you could probably put... Big Dirty in A. That's just me. I think so, too. <laughs> Let's do it. Because it does sit well. Even though I really don't like seeing X, Y, Z, B. But I'm going to leave it. I mean, like, I I almost, like, take that personally as a knock against Underwater Bimbos. Because that is, mm-hmm. like... Okay, let's, let's end it then. What are your top five favorite Eated songs? I'll be completely honest. I'm gonna have to go on Spotify to like you know, actually get a good okay list because floaters on there for sure. Okay, um, one. and this can be in no particular order too. Let me get the songs out there, then I could probably rank it. I'm okay. gonna do floater and off Broadway. I really like those two. Okay, um, werewolf because mm. I mm-hmm. do plan to get the lyric dun, of that dun, one. Dun, dun. Um. I like that song a lot. Um, again, like I want to incorporate cowbells into my band because of every time I die. Like every, you know, I just don't just have to... use it in place of a china during a breakdown. That would actually be sick as fuck. <laughs> Dunk. Um, okay, so I got uh, off Broadway floater werewolf, um, werewolf, and then I'm gonna do um, who invited the Russian soldier. Ooh, that's a good um, one. That was like one of the first nah, songs. Nah, 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 nah. That was like one of the first songs like I actually learned like part by part instead of like playing to it, you mm-hmm. know. I was like, "No, I'm going to learn every single beat of this song." Um and then So that's four. You got one more. Yeah. So, I'll be completely honest, there's nothing off Radical yet. Really? <clears throat> Cuz again, I have to I have to really sit on an album and like listen to it. Like I don't listen mm-hmm. to it the first time and be like favorite album ever you know what i mean like i like i mean it that's and all that. fair but like i don't know man like with how good this record was the first time that i heard it i was like and i'm not it. doubting that this and is I, it yeah i'm not saying that it's not their best i'm just saying like for me to be able to quote a lyric 
or mm-hmm. to be able to bring up like other than like shit that they put out for the music videos. Spare um, only the ones I love. I don't know. Um, There's a lot of like not necessarily Keith lines on that record, but there are a lot of like standout lyrics yeah. for sure. Honestly, and the next one's gonna be from Parts Unknown, but I really can't pick one from Parts Unknown. Just because every song on this one I love so much. Right. Oh, that one's a good one too. I know, right? I'm gonna do the exonterium. Um <laughs> Exometrium. Yeah, okay. So floaters top. Okay. Floaters one. And then I'll put um who invited the Russian soldiers second. Um, then I'll put the Exomerium Terium <laughs> three. Um off Broadway four. What was the other one? Uh was it floater? No, it was werewolf. Uh, uh yeah, I'm gonna keep werewolf five. Okay. I kinda like that. Okay. So okay. yeah. Um, shit. Okay, so I think my number one is probably Idiot of all time. Okay. It's just, like, the heaviest Eated song. Literally. Um, They took their nuts out for that one. So, it's so sick. And it's, uh, I like the way that it's structured because it's, like, uh, they do callbacks, but they aren't, like, they change exactly it. the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, it's so variation. Cool. Um, Number two would probably be... Shit. Number two would probably be for the record. Okay, that's a again another just another like straight heavy song, and then three we'll probably do in rehab. Mm-hmm. Number four, I'll say. Teens has so many good songs. I know. I'll do Coin. Okay. For number four. And then number five, White Void off of the new record. And see, with because this... it's just such a like fucking like grimy, slow, like mm-hmm. rock and roll fucking. It's a riff, dude. It's yeah. just so good. The, well, two things. Not very many, very many bands can get away with just having riff after riff after riff mm-hmm. in their songs, mm-hmm. but they're like, no, fuck you. We're doing it. But um... it's a cohesive riff salad. Yeah. Like, and with like how large their catalog is, because like most bands will have one or two on an album, mm-hmm. but they have like a whole album. You know <laughs> what I mean? So salads. Yeah. So it's like if you're trying to do in a top five is almost impossible. Like this is a band where you can do a top ten. Oh yeah. And actually sure. make it reasonable. Well, n- there's only nine records. So I'm talking about songs. Oh, top ten songs. If you because yes, 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 it's yes, almost yes. impossible to do a top five because mm-hmm. it's like because oh. there's so many different flavors of ET. Yeah, I didn't like, get to touch low teens. You know yep. what I mean? So, well, yeah. So what do we got to promote? What are you doing? Oh, uh, well, I guess this would probably be uh, as good as place as any to officially say that I have finished mixing Pinebox's next single. Hell yeah! So we roop, have roop, roop. <laughs> we have a. Uh, Master, master, a mastering engineer picked up. I just got to reach out to him. Um, and we got some other stuff in the works that uh, I can't uh, can't really talk about right now. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, we do have a show at the substation uh, next Thursday, February 24th. So these fucking weeks are flying by. Yeah, it is uh, already the end of the month. January took so long. I mean, not really. We literally like just hit technically the middle of February. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then two days later, uh, the VFW Hall with Kaizo, No oh, Home. Yeah, that's right. Lilith. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to try to A lot of other bands. Yeah, there's like 10 bands. Um, I'll be running sound for that. Woo! Um, so come out to that. Say hi. Bring me PC Caddyshack, por favor. Um, and then we got merch on the website. We y'all, also have merch on y'all the website. Y'all have merch on your Pine, website. Pine box. Shit, hold on. I gotta pull I mean, it's just on the Bandcamp, right? Yeah, but I don't remember what the like specific URL for the Bandcamp is. But it's, it's HTTP dash. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, it's uh, pineboxheavy.bandcamp.com. Okay, oh yeah. Slash um, merch if you want to be specific. Are y'all going to have shit available at Examinate? Yes, yeah. We've still got some leftover stuff, and then uh, we're going to go into hibernation to uh, record some stuff. And actually, the the next day after that show, I'm taking uh, my guitar and my bass to go get a setup done. Oh, yeah. And get some work done and so no all more. that shit. So it's ready for tracking for my, my end of tracking. Because mm. as soon as I get that shit in hand, then I'm going to practice um, uh, record. No more asking Brandon to play shows for a few weeks. <laughs> Um, so, yeah. What are we doing? Constanza's at the substation March 26th. Is it? No. Mm. 14th? I don't fucking know. Um, I'm sure he'll do some promo along with this. Yeah, I'll probably have to do, like, an intro actually talking about the website merch. Um, so I'll do that then. Guess I'm not signing it, Constanza. Okay, good night. Thank you, Brandon, for coming on. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. I uh, had actually been meaning to bug you for a little bit because it's been too long, and these are really fun, actually. I like doing them. And we get to smoke weed. Um, Yeah, we didn't really talk about so hold on. We smoked um, a Freddy's Fuego that was a hybrid, um, and then a Tiki Skittles cake. And then I brought Wah Growers uh, White Widow. It's my favorite strain, personally. Hell yeah. Um, I, I've i been really liking the Fire Ass Mids. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, that wraps it up. Thank you for listening this long. That's really fucking cool of you. Yeah. Um, okay, forehead kiss. Bye. You got to do it, too. Okay, wipe that off your forehead. <laughs> Okay. <laughs>